I'm pleased to be back on the podcast after several weeks of being away due to not being able to upload because of some quite severe technical issues. Uh, but I'm pleased that I'm now back and in conversation today with Justin Franson, who is a high-performance health coach and also the founder of a company called EMF Rocks, which I discovered recently, thankfully, um, because I was experiencing some challenges around EMF exposure, so electromagnetic frequencies, and wanted to um, help to protect myself from that. So Justin and I will be discussing EMFs, how you can protect yourself in various different ways. We delve into a few other uh, related topics as well. And I really hope that you find this conversation helpful. If you do, then please do leave a five-star rating, take a moment to write a short review, and also to share it with anybody else who you think may benefit from hearing this information. Okay, enjoy. Okay, Justin, so I want to first um, talk with you a little bit about EMFs in general. And we'll talk a little bit about my recent experience, which is how I actually discovered you and discovered your products. Because recently, I uh, was, I started experiencing some strange symptoms. So I was getting burning, kind of a bit of a tingling burning sensation in my skin, a strange feeling in my limbs, my sleep started becoming really disruptive and um, brain fog and stuff, just kind of feeling a bit heavy headed and stuff. Um, and because I know the things I know <laughs> from being in the health sphere, um, I thought, okay, I think this is EMS because they, the, these symptoms only started since I moved into this new apartment that I'm in. And I have brilliant Wi-Fi and it's super strong and there's apartments around me which have their Wi-Fi on and I think that that was what was causing it. And so that's, I discovered you and then it, we kind of, kind of went from there. And, um, and also, did I tell you about the plant experiment that I did in my apartment? No. I can't remember if I've told you. So, okay. So there are a couple of plants in my apartment and they're both exposed to, I can't remember the name of them, but they're basically, their roots live in the water. So there's like a bowl of water and the roots are in there and they kind of tumble over the side. And they both have exposure to sunlight. One is on one end of the apartment and the other is, is next to the Wi-Fi router. And I noticed within a couple of weeks of having the new plants that the one next to the Wi-Fi router was starting to die. <laughs> Like, and I have pictures of it, so I shared them on Instagram and I'm going to reshare them when, uh, when I share this episode. But I, uh, I thought, okay, this is, there is definitely something going on with the Wi-Fi when a plant starts dying. And so I just kind of continued to monitor it. And after six weeks, the plant was completely decayed. And the other plant is absolutely fine and the only really the only differing factor I mean yes they're on other sides of the apartment but the only differing factor is the fact that it's right next to the Wi-Fi router and so when I combined that with my symptoms I thought okay that's definitely um, that's definitely EMFs so I'd really like 
to get your help in in explaining to people who are listening why that happens and what why are you know many people say emfs are fine you know they're not dangerous the government wouldn't allow them if they were you know if they weren't dangerous and they didn't impact our health why do they impact our health and what are the problems that we can experience from emf exposure well laura i will just talk to some science right now because the science that we're hearing <laughs> that, that it's okay they're they're not really telling the whole story so <laughs> literally in 1994 yeah, that's uh, that's uh, actually 1996. I think was the last time the FCC like did te any testing on it, and they tested uh, to like, hey, if there's a thermal effect with your body with man-made EMF, then that's a challenge. Well, we've known for years, and they've known, and that's why the Children's Health Defense Organization and Robert Kennedy Jr.'s or you know his law firms litigating they're actually suing the FCC because there's decades of scientific evidence from our own government that shows the complete opposite of what their study showed and and they're going off of that wow. was more of a uh, just just hey we're gonna set these standards it was more procedural at that time because we didn't have the technology that we have now so they're like okay thermal effect let's go and they've never looked back they won't do any other studies when that was that was so many years ago that it's just ridiculous to think that in that amount of time frame that technology hasn't really exponentially increased so so needless to say that means more exposure so what are the tests i mean we can go back there there's there's so many from our own government there there's so many uh, from guys like Dr. Klinghardt, uh, and that has mold microtoxins all cause it. Our own, I live in California, I'm in Newport Beach, California. So our own California Department of Public Health did a test and they had their sightings up on the test for a while because they were sued and it showed that cell phones you know, cause cancer, acoustic cancer, and and so they had it up i had it for a bit and then they of course dropped it because they don't really care about our health they're just uh, again procedural and captured industry as many of our government industries are unfortunately but there's there's just endless endless sources we have thousands of studies and i think it was about sixteen thousand studies for smoking that people started to pay attention to, and we're wow. coming up on about 10,000 from, from what I've gathered, uh, yeah, different this, studies. This is one of the things I say to people when they say, oh, EMFs are safe or whatever is safe. And I say, well, they used to say that smoking was safe. There's many things they used to say were safe, which we now know are very not safe. Definitely, and safe, it's a relative term too. So uh, what is it? Well, I. I I basically want to quantify it in a really simple terms. What I love to do is break it down into layman's terms. How does our earth rev? How do we rev? And how is this man-made stuff designed to rev? So the earth, Laura, it has a negative ionic charge. So does the ocean. 
That's why I love surfing and going to the water. And mm. then so do we. We have that negative ionic charge. The man-made technology has a positive charge. And it's a polar opposite charge of how we're designed. So that's strike one. Strike two is they're actually millimeter waves that are one directional. So they're a one directional waveform where the sun distributes equally in every direction. So that means it's a polarized wave versus the sun being unpolarized. So the third thing goes into that millimeter state where the speed of the wave is really, really fast. When, when Laura, when you're sleeping, why the grounding bags have worked so well for you and everyone else is because when you're in a delta dream-like state, so for everyone who doesn't know about our brain, when you're awake, your brainwave state is, is a little faster and more responsive. When you're sleeping in a restorative state, they call it a delta state, your brainwave in hertz is one to four hertz. That's one to four waves per second. This cell phone in your hand, this, this, this the computer that we're talking through, if unless it's plugged in and hardwired, the router in our house, the smart meters, these are about 2.45 billion waves per second. Wow. So I asked a simple question. If we were to add 10 zeros to anyone's bank account, would that make a significant difference? <laughs> yes. Yeah. So when we add, our bodies feel the same way. When you add 10 zeros to the speed of a wave that's polarized and that's the complete opposite charge of us, that's a massive difference as well for the body. And it affects us negatively in so many ways. So the first signs are more cognitive stuff, the focus, memory, mm -hmm. fatigue, anxiety, stress, behavior, uh, some, some maybe some skin stuff. And, and, and then you go into the, the more bigger headaches for level two, uh, muscle twitching, uh, bloody noses, those are some of the, it's more of like a non-trauma concussion injury. Yes. And, and then you go into the bigs, the cancer, diabetes, Alzheimer's, suicide, cardiovascular stuff. So those are the levels. Now, the question really becomes, or is like, when do we get hit by this stuff? Because people say like, oh, like I have, I live in this house without electricity forever. I don't feel it. Well, the thing is, is depending on your age and your genetic makeup and your predisposition for this stuff, it really will depend on how hard you get hit and when you get hit. The, these are low level radiation. I mean, this is pure radiation. So everyone's body will break in a different way. But what we do know is Dr. Martin Paul has discovered that the voltage gated calcium channels in our body, they open up and they let positive calcium into a negative cell. And that in turn causes tremendous DNA damage. So no matter how big or little the stressor is, there's still a vibration, there's still that challenge that's going on in the body. And so you're looking at your body just ends up bending and breaking yeah. and over time. As you said, you're going against nature. And I always say this is, this is why the podcast is called Be More Human, because the reason we have all these challenges with our health is because we are not living in a way which is um, in alignment with our natural human design 
So it, it, to me, it's without all the studies, it's just common sense to me that anything that's messing with, we are electrical beings, right? Everything is, everything, everything is energy. Everything. So, yeah. Everything's in the waveform too. Yeah. And so it's hardly surprising that, you know, being surrounded by, you know, it's everywhere. Phone, people have their, I mean, I think the phone, the phone um, manufacturer's guidance says you shouldn't hold the phone next to your head. Correct. And that's even their guidance. And people, a lot of people just have it glued to their head or they're just holding it all the time. And I've actually noticed sometimes if I'm holding my phone a lot, I start to get a feeling in my you know, arm and hand. And it's not, it's not cramp. It's not from, from holding it. It's, it's almost like a, I don't know, like a tingling, burning kind of sensation, which is really quite scary. Right. Well, that's radiation, Laura. And that's why your body, it's your body was aching and it's saying, Hey, this is foreign. Like, I don't want this. That's your, that's the gift. And as well as you feel the grounding bags, turning the good energy on, like that's your body and your nervous system. Cause these are neurotoxins that it, 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 it's basically your nerve saying, Hey, this is really funky on my skin. So let's yeah. get this away from it. And the second yeah, you get away, you normalize. Yeah, and, and this is uh, another thing that, that I love about, um, you know, being in, when you're in tune with your body, when you're in touch with, with how you feel, you, you know when something's not right. It's like when you eat something and you think, oh, this, this, I'm getting a strange feeling or I'm getting a bit hot or I'm getting brain fog. You, you, you become very in tune. And so I'm very, very in tune with when I start to get a sensation which is, kind of not normal or doesn't feel very good and then we have to start asking those questions well why is this happening <laughs> and i just knew that it was you know down to emfs and i am i am energetically sensitive as you said that you know everyone's different and i also think that many people have, have been exposed to this stuff for so long and they have a lot of these symptoms particularly the cognitive cognitive stuff and that's just normal to them like, it, I think many people just don't know what great feels like because they've, just ha they've had brain fog for years and you just kind of feel like, oh, it's just normal or you wake up in the morning and you feel groggy and tired. But that's actually not, you know, that's not our kind of normal, normal way to be, but we do get accustomed to it. And I, so I think that's, a, that's another reason sometimes why people think it's not affecting them or they're not just not making the link. I guarantee there will be people listening to this podcast who have no idea that EMFs can cause some of the symptoms that you've mentioned. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. And we don't know what, what we don't know if we don't know what it feels like to feel good. You just keep feeling crappy. So that's why I think so many of these biohackers are out there and there's such a big movement in the health space, especially right now, because there's, there's things that are being shoved down our throat that could dramatically change how we are. And if you're already mediocre, you add one of these negative things into it, it's going to blow you out. And the last thing you want is to feel awful or not be productive and get, get, you know, really laid up for real. Absolutely. And I, you know, I, I feel like we live in a toxic soup. We're, we're, we, we're exposed to so many different, um, assaults on our body whether it's from you know food or poor sleep and stress or emfs or you know medications like there's there's just so many different you know things in the air things in the water 
it's kind of an onslaught of, of toxicity. And actually, on, on that note, I wanted to ask you, if somebody is already, um, already has quite a lot of toxicity in their body, are they going to experience more challenges with the EMF or does that affect it? Definitely. I think it, the question is, is, is about, relates to heavy metal toxicity for sure and radiation toxicity. So when you have both of those going on in your system, the well, it's it's like metal is a conductor for so they're saying like a lot of the doctors experts are saying hey if someone has tattoos that's ink that's heavy metal so they're going to have more heavy metal in their system the people that have surgeries or hips or lots of metal in their system they're going to be more of a conductor for yeah. this and they're going to obviously have higher levels of toxicity in their system because of it so definitely uh, and the big thing with our grounding bags is you want to be able to flush it. And the cool thing about it is you can actually tap on them and you use it as a self home care to flush. And then there's, we also use uh, apple cider vinegar, bentonite clay and a protolytic enzyme. And that, that three, those three, that combo helps internally flush some stuff if there's any extra, but then tapping on it will really allow your body to flush and, and uh, get rid of some of that toxicity as well. Yeah. And how does that just kind of in basic speak, how does that work? Because I've tried this. So I've tried the, you know, doing the tapping and it, and it did help. And I actually felt I could feel sensations in my body. It was really strange. Um, how does that help us to kind of flush and to, you know, to, to sort of detox, so to speak? Well, it's really simple. It's, it's acts like the moisture content. There's well, let's back, back up a little bit. We hand my, the grounding bag. So I have a product called EMF rocks and the or a company called EMF rocks and the product are grounding bags and we hand mine these crystals. So they're different than like a amethyst crystal. Uh, these, the ones in the grounding bags, they're colloid crystals. So they've been compressed, from an underground water source so there's a moisture content in there along with the magnetic properties and the moisture content is what really helps you know, repel them and when you tap on them they act like you would tap on a homeopathic tincture so they ignite the properties in the bag so it ignites the magnetic properties and then 10x is your energy so i use it as an ak applied kinesiology technique so i'm a performance coach i do lots of nerve work on athletes and and clients and i do tons of muscle testing so i can test someone's energy of their body and just holding it tapping on it with one hand covering your eyes your teeth your thymus or your intestine area with the other hand will direct the energy in the bag specifically to that area if there's if there's cognitive stuff you can put the hand over the forehead and it'll clear a lot of emotional stuff too so people that are feeling just really heavy headed uh, this will help facilitate clearing them but it's really it's a more of an ak applied kinesiology technique yeah i mean i i found i found it really helpful and and as i've explained to you i use them for so they can be used obviously for sleep to to deepen sleep so i put mine under under the bed and i noticed that the first few nights that i was using using them and, and sleeping my dreams were 
incredibly vivid, like way more than, than usual. And I was sleeping better. I was sleeping through because before I wasn't, I wasn't sleeping through the night. I kept waking up, which is unusual for me. And then when I started using them, I, I was able to, to sleep all the way through, but my dreams were insane. Like, why would that be? Because you're blocking the stressors that were, were, were not allowing you to get into your deep REM state. So think of it this way. When your brainwave states at one to four hertz or waves per second in that dream state, and you have your router, your neighbors, like all the signals around you, smart meters, the cumulative effect of everything going on from cell towers to smart meters to nuclear power plants nearby within 30 miles that cumulative effect is 50 times 5g on the body so your brain goes into a twilight sleep it never really gets into a deep REM because it's always trying to figure out what's pinging it essentially what's tapping you on your shoulder all night long when you're wanting to go to sleep yeah, and so I guess having more of the deep sleep means that, you know, there's more dreaming and obviously the, all of the other benefits that that, that, that that type of sleep brings because, as we know, continual poor sleep is just catastrophic for health. And, and many people don't realise, you know, it's not just about the amount of time we sleep, it's the quality of the sleep, Right. You could sleep for seven hours, but if you've, if you've been in and out of sleep and you've not been in that deep restorative state, that's going to be very, very different to seven hours of high quality sleep, right? Oh, for sure. Well, so many people are using sleep trackers, which is, it's funny because it's like it's radiation on you, but then it's tracking you. So it's funny to get a gauge as far as how well you're sleeping, but the quality is essential. So that's why we have these products you can coexist with man-made EMF. So if you don't want to shut down stuff, you don't have to. But my philosophy is always proximity. Get rid of this stuff. Get it out of our lives. Shut down. Black, blacken out your room. Get, you know, blackout curtains. Get, uh, you know, literally your blue light blockers to block if you have screen time going on. Start to turn the lights down, get used incandescent lighting up until when you go to sleep and make your room and your home a sanctuary and quiet the noise. Put your routers on timers, phones on airplane mode, charge them outside of your room. These are simple, simple solutions to a healthy home to allow you to get into that deeper sort of sleep. Because when you're in that Delta state, like you said, you're going to get those really vivid dreams, the deeper REM state, the, the slower that brain when it goes one, maybe even below one wave per second. So that's what those grounding bags allow you to do is to get into that deeper sleep. But we also want you to have that, that basically environment in your room where your circadian rhythm really kicks in. It's like, okay, it's night. There's no more blue light in the sky boom, I'm ready to wind down and to get into these restorative states. Yeah, and absolutely. Optimizes. Yeah, and there's, you know, there are so many things that, as you said, that we can do. I think a lot of people kind of feel a bit 
stuck as to well what what can i actually do with you know with these emfs and as you said there's lots of different things so i personally um always turn off my what i unplug the wi-fi router at night i don't need it <laughs> so why I, why would i have it on the other thing i do is put my phone onto airplane airplane mode um, and i would say even if you know people some people have said to me you know clients i've worked with oh i can't in case like you know, my, they have a relative that's maybe they're worried about or whatever. And I said, well, just turn the internet off. Have it, have it so that you can receive a phone call. But just you say, all these little things that we can do, they all add up. And creating that environment, which is nice for sleep, you know, the dark room and the wind down and the blue blockers or avoiding screens is, is another key thing because there's no point having, you know, one of these awesome grounding bags but then all the other conditions that you're living with are non-conducive to sleep. It's like you're kind of, it's, it's a bit of a, you know, you've kind of got one amazing thing and then you're, you're doing all these other things which are countering it. Um, so I think there's lots of practical things that people can do. And, and even with the phones, um, tell me about the Faraday, the Faraday bags, because what's a Faraday cage and what are Faraday bags and kind of how do they work? That would be really helpful. Definitely. Well, Faraday was a guy that created this cage where it was like zero frequencies can go in and out. Now, these are like ironclad cages. Ours is a seven milliliter military grade Faraday bag. So it's, it literally, you open it up and you can slide your phone in it really easily and it protects you from your phone. It also protects your phone from any EMP electromagnetic pulse that would destroy your computer, your information, your, and contact and then, tracing. What's that? Contact. Does it, does it keep me safe from the contact <laughs> tracers? <laughs> yes. So that's the next part is the contact tracing is such a big thing. So this, this protects your information from getting stolen, from getting destroyed. But when you put your phone in it, what happens is, is well, the older phones, you just need one Faraday bag. But the new phones, you, can, you need two Faraday bags because the new phones are so strong. They're unbelievably wow. strong. Blast through this. So you need two Faraday bags. And you cannot be contact traced. The, your location will not show up on the map. That's and awesome. That's Many people are going to be very pleased to hear this. <laughs> I know. It's a cool thing. We're in the same <laughs> tribe. Like We follow the same people. We're, we preach the same stuff. We're, we're, we understand that there's lots of agendas going on out there that are counterproductive and non-enhancers for our health, our well-being, our future population. Absolutely. And this is where I think a lot of people are at at the moment. You know, it, it's, it's all well and good knowing that there's all these things that are potentially damaging our health or things that could be coming which are going to damage our health. But it's nice to be able to share with people you know, stuff that they can actually do, you know, practical things they can do to, to help themselves. And as I always say, you know, we live in a toxic soup. There's an onslaught of different toxicities that we're exposed to, but there's a lot we can do to minimize those inputs, but also to improve our detoxification ability as well. And when we do that, we should be able to stay healthy, relatively, you know, speaking in terms of what everything else that's going on. And that's very powerful. And I know because I, as I'm sure you do, I do all this stuff. So I, I know how, you know, the impact that it has. I know how I used to feel 
before I started doing all of this stuff and it wasn't very good. And, you know, again, you know, the doctors told me it was, I just needed medications and things and I didn't do that. And by improving my sleep, changing my, my diet, healing my gut, you know, dealing with stress and trauma and all of that, because that's a big one again. And I wonder, you know, if that, is that something which I guess is, which I guess it's maybe just compounded with, with the EMS because everything, you know, energy, emotions are energy in motion. So like when we have it, you know, when we have feelings and we don't process them, they get trapped in the body. And so it's just another, another thing that is, you know, trapped in there. And then when you add in the EMS, I imagine it just, it just makes it even worse because we're electrical beings. Oh, it's a, it's a stressor on us, you know, hundred percent. And I, I have a, a go beyond summit. I've had that for years where so I've interviewed hundreds of doctors and I've asked them all the same question, like what percent of the population is affected by EMF and all of them answered a hundred percent. But one of the big things that I want to mention, Laura, is we don't want to give our power away to it and, and emotionally subconsciously be like, Oh no, this is a cell phone. Like, Oh, it's the devil. Like it's going to kill me. So let's, let's clear that out and know that we can build our life force up and we can build our chi and, and through breath work, through, through intake, through yes. all that good stuff, through grounding, earthing, yes. uh, getting this deep sleep. So we can build ourselves up and, and coexist with this stuff. The other part, like what, what these things do, they solving, they're solving a physics challenge. So we're converting the bad to good. This is pure physics. It's just waveform technology. So that's why I say everything's energy and a frequency and everything travels in waves. So when you can convert those polarized waves to unpolarized, like that's when we're going to be able to coexist with this stuff. When we can build our life force up so much that a millimeter wave doesn't affect us, that will be really helpful. But the challenge is, is most of us have careers and families like we're not a Shaolin monk meditating yes. all day, all night. Like we can't, we just don't have that luxury to do that or we don't choose to do that. So we have to look at all these other solutions, like the proximity wise, getting the grounding bags, loading the house up with them, putting it on your bed, like getting that restorative sleep and, and then really using all these other things. Cause what I do know is the people that are sick, it's going to be a heck of a lot more challenging to get well until you start to do that stuff and the people that are well and healthy you're getting chipped away faster and you're getting aged faster than ever so you're going to really need to do that too so it's it's more of a lifestyle and awareness of what's going on versus a fear thing of it yeah absolutely and and i think that's a very very important point Fear, not, not necessarily, but definitely um, kind of anxiety and obsession in the biohacker community where it's like it kind of almost becomes all consuming this concern about, you know, all the things that are affecting it, it can become very obsessive, which actually in itself is not that healthy for us because it's creating this stress response. So I think, as you say, it's very important to be aware of all these practical things that we can do, which are very viable. They're very achievable. Um, but also not panic and, and stress and fear. I've been talking about this a bit recently and, and I love the work of, I'm sure you're familiar, Joe Dispenza and Bruce Lipton and, oh, yeah. you know, the biology of fear and, and of, of belief and actually being fearful and stressed is potentially you know, one of the worst things we can be doing 
for our health and particularly for our immune system. So people are concerned about immune systems at the moment. Um, I think most of the concern is unwarranted. However, even when it comes to the immune system, you know, the, the sanitizing and wearing masks, all that stuff is not the solutions for a strong immune system as we know. But there's so many things that people can do. But one of the key things, I think breath work, as you mentioned, is my daily essential go-to and grounding as well. The power, I watched a movie called, uh, I think it's literally called The Earthing Movie, all about, you know, they were measuring people who were unwell and what was happening with them. And then, and then they were using going and actually standing on the ground and then just seeing after like 20 minutes what actually changed within within that person it's really you know quite amazing but obviously people can't be most people can't be living barefoot outside all the time so that's why again I really like the grounding bags because you can have them in the home right you have them around the home and they protect the home and the people that are in it from everything that's that's going on definitely I say we're grounded by nature and that's one of our, that's our tagline. But then also the grounding bags literally are walk are like walking barefoot, you know, in a bag. It's, it's literally earthing in a bag and it's a portable bag. You can put it on your bed, underneath your bed. If you use it as is, there's no need to open it. It's just ready to go. Lean it against the leg of your bed lean it against the leg of your desk. It'll clear all those EMFs out, bring it in the car, Get rid of your Tesla and get a get a real car, and then and then you won't be sitting on a battery. But if you do, if you if, there's some people that just won't get rid of them, they just load up the Teslas. And the more the mass of the mind you can compile, the more grounding bags together will create a bigger frequency to convert the bad to good. And so there's there's solutions for all this stuff, but uh, but uh, it's it's. It's definitely unbelievably helpful to, to ground your body out. And, and working with individuals, athletes, people have foot pain, I just go, go barefoot, go ground. And yes. these guys come in, even non-athletes like the corporates are like, oh, I have this pain in my foot. I've been to a million different people. I'm like, go get barefoot and go outside. Like, go, yes. go. when yes. are you barefoot? Never. Okay, well, go get barefoot, and guess what? All that heat, everything will yeah. clear out. Yeah. That's what Be will happen. Because actually, with a, that's a good point about the, the barefoot, because um, shoes, um, non-natural uh, soles on shoes, do not allow us to ground. So we're not getting, the, you know, we're not getting those benefits. And, and so, I, again, I always say, say the same to people. If you can get out without your shoes on or at least try and wear like kind of natural soles but it's different again it's very difficult these days because everything's um, man-made but I I mean I'm, I'm really fortunate I, I I live in currently in in Tulum in Mexico and I'm a 20-minute bike ride from the beach oh. so I try and go to the beach as much as I can just really to to ground to go in the sea and just to and just to be in nature and I find that so helpful i mean i don't know anybody there will be nobody listening to this who doesn't feel better when they're barefoot in nature exactly it isn't just the visual it's not just the visuals it's not just because it looks nice or it's a, it's a peaceful place it's actually the it's the, the grounding right exactly and that's a that's the science behind it this is pure science <clears throat> when you can bring back those negative ionic charge to your body and your system and your thymus and your teeth and your eyes your body just ends up flowing and feeling better. That's why 
walking barefoot on the sand or, or getting your feet wet or just jumping in the ocean completely, it's so medicinal for you. And then you get all the senses. You get the sound from the water, the wind, the air. You get the smells. You get all the oxygen. You get everything's amped up. So sound, light, frequency, vibration, you get all that. Yeah, the you know, sunlight, which is obviously like critical. I mean, it's the best. This is the thing. All of these solutions are, are relatively straightforward. It's either live naturally or where you can't use something else like, you know, your grounding bags or, you know, like blue light, blue blockers. You know, there's all these there's all these modern solutions which can help us to mitigate some of those things. But wherever you can get out, ground, get the fresh air, get the sunlight, you're getting everything you possibly need all in one go. And so just being able to do that and, you know, being able to go down to the beach and do a bit of breath work and a little bit of meditation on the sand and then paddle in the sea is like, just feels like heaven to me. And, it is, uh, it is for a lot of people. And that's where you need to find your sanctuary and you know, stop fearing a, a self-limiting virus and get out there and start living for life and, and really understand you know, what, how we rev, how the other stuff revs and then what we can do to really boost our life force up. And those are simple things that we can do. Anyone can do anywhere. It's free to breathe. It's free to go barefoot. It's free to walk in the ocean. So like literally, or go to a park, you don't have to do it in the water, you know, walk in the sand, yeah. like in grass, yeah. anywhere, dirt, anywhere, just really get out in nature. And that's why there, you look at different cultures and people go picnic at parks and they lay blankets out and they're on the earth. They're like, there's reasons for that. Yes, yes. I've always been a, ever, my mum my tells me ever since I was really small, I always wanted to be on the ground, like I was always sitting. And, I'm, and, to, and to be honest, I'm like that to this day. I, I, I love, wherever I am, I love to be able to sit on the ground and feel, like, feel grounded. I'm a real earth child. Children intuitively know you know children that's what children do and so um it's all within us we've just forgotten you know we've just been conditioned to live in this crazy you know modern way and lost touch with our our real humanness but yeah it is it is all solvable and we can we can actually feel you know feel great by making some some changes and and i think you know i love what you said about the fear because i work quite a lot with people around anxiety very much getting in touch with their with themselves and their bodies and processing that energy and a lot of people are feeling super anxious about just about everything in general but also about things like 5g and vaccines and you know all of that other stuff that's going on and and i guess leaving the kind of whole vaccine agenda aside going back to what you were saying about heavy metals well vaccines contain things like mercury other you know heavy metals which i am convinced when you have emfs and 5g and things like that and you're pumped full of um, different vaccines, then that's surely going to have an effect as well. It's just adding to the toxic load. So I think people, again, people just need to be aware of some of that stuff and just being super aware of what we're putting in our bodies full stop, whether it's food or medications or vaccines or whatever it might be. Yeah, those are neurotoxins, like directly in your bloodstream. So that's the last thing you want to really put in your bloodstream. And the aluminum in it, now they're having the, the newest vaccine drug is for for COVID is is literally nanoparticle technology. So that'll go directly across your blood brain barrier, right? Just embed 
deep and deep, deep in your system and your brain. Yeah, deep, no thanks. <laughs> it's really tricky to, to detox that stuff with this nanotechnology. So we really want to avoid a lot of that, know that you're, on, you're your own best healer, and uh, understand that uh, we're, we're living in a space that contagions are atmospheric. Like we produce a virus ourselves, and then our, our adaptive yeah. response really flushes it. We're full, of it. We're full of viruses. I was watching a talk that Dr. Uh, uh, Zach Bush gave the other day, and he was talking about how viruses are the foundation of the of the microbiome and the vi well the biome and and we just have this we have zillions of of, uh, of viruses and things in us which people just don't even understand you know that they're part of us we have them to survive bacteria viruses fungi like we have to have those in our system and we only have one or two we have billions and trillions and and the, like uh, Zach Bush said, we, there's not even a name for the number. It's such a big number of the amount of viruses in our own system. So we're built on these guys. And, you know, that's, that's the beauty of our system. So when we, when we really start living for life and not living for fear and get rid of any face coverings and really start to thrive, like that's when, that's when your immune system kicks in gear. And when you're in, when you're in a fight or flight mode and fear mode, your body just shuts down. You're not going to sleep. You're, you're, everything's disrupted. And then when you inject, you know, a drug is not health. Like, like let's be really clear on that. <laughs> so yeah. I don't know how they have manipulated us. And my daughter's 12. She should have had uh, 27 vaccines going into seventh grade right 27 now. 27 by that age? So they've slowly creeped that protocol up yeah, to in the numbers. It's, it, it actually is truly astonishing to me, the amount of toxicity that that, that, that amounts to. And I think altogether, the, the US schedule is like 72 altogether, isn't it? In total, when you add everything, everything up together. And I, I just can't even, I mean, I can't even imagine, especially what I know about, you know, I know a lot more about vaccines now than I did years ago when I had, you know, I had a few, but not met, I didn't have many you know, just a hand, a handful of them. And now, you know, you're pumping children full of toxic things. And, and, you know, it's no coincidence that childhood illnesses are continuing to rise at a, at a kind of crazy rate. And it's not purely vaccines, you know, there's lots of other factors, you know, like all of the things, the toxic things that we've mentioned, but we really, I think humanity really has to start grasping more the fact that nature doesn't make mistakes and we are, we just have to give it, we have to just give our bodies the right environment and then our bodies will just do their natural job. So the challenge is just changing the environment, the internal and external environment rather than trying to medicate and do all these other crazy things. It's just all upside down and it's not how we're designed to be, as you know. Not at all. And in our bucket, so Dr. Papa, he did a segment for a Go Beyond Summit and He's basically said, hey, when the bucket overflows, like that's when you get hit. So we don't know when that where how full your bucket is because the genes from parents could pass it on and then you know all the crop dusting they're doing with the with the spraying in the skies and the, and then from the bad food, the air, whatever it is, we don't know where you're at. So that one shot could push you over. So we just have to keep really being aware to, to keep flushing and detoxing and flushing and detoxing. Our body's this amazing, beautiful healing mechanism. And it's, it's designed to heal and it's so resilient from EMFs to, you know, all this other stuff. But 
man, there's, there's really simple protocols you can do to help flush and, and clear it out so your bucket really stays you know, uh, uh, in a place where it can some, absorb some of that toxicity, not overflow. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, it's been so interesting to, to chat with you and um, you know, I'm loving my grounding bags. I've got my mini one that I, I actually just carry it around with me in my, <laughs> in my bag. It's so cute. Yeah, the little one. And, and, um, and also the, my Faraday bag for my phone. Yes. So uh, it's all good stuff. And um, where can people find, if they want to find out more about you and what you're doing and EMF Rocks, where can they find you? Oh, thank you, Laura. You're so sweet. I appreciate it. And we are emfrocks.com is our website. Athleticism.com is my other website for uh, working with athletes and just nerve health or performance. Uh, my new book's coming out, Athleticism, Whole Body Plus Whole Brain Equals Performance. So that'll be available very soon. And, uh, and so that we cover a lot on this, the awareness and the stressors of the body and clearing that stuff out in the book as well. And so there's, there's so many facets, but it, it, it's as you articulate all the time so, so well, it's, it's, it's beautiful to hear because it's not just one thing that's going to clear you. It's really understanding the collective and taking, taking this comprehensive approach to your wellness and, and your mental health and your internal health and physical health. So you really clear these stressors out, your bodies will start to thrive and just go have fun, smile, live for life, get the grounding bags, load your bed up and you'll get in this deep sleep so you can actually feel good to go do stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much. I'm going to put all your links as well in the show notes. So if anybody who's listening wants to um, go and check any of that out, then they can, they can do that. And um, yeah, thank you very much. Thank you, Laura. I appreciate it.